driving directions on your phone? Oh no! That's not fun! Navigate hands-free with Apple CarPlay. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. This is season six, episode number one, and this is your podcast for Friday, February the 26th, 2021. I'm joined by the man himself, Emmanuel Munda from D1, and we were joking as we were putting together, I guess, our, our licks, or trying to put our chops back together getting back into the podcast groove, having some fun at each other's expense. But I want to begin. I now know where the switches are for the lights. And after dicking around with the lights for a half hour, I realized I just had to turn off the one big light and we were fine. He had a problem, I think, just what did you have a problem with it? waking up? Yeah, me too. Well, we're here. Uh, I want to begin the podcast like I always do with a thank you to our friends over at Pioneer Car Electronics. Over the years, you've seen them everywhere. They're a global leader in car electronics. They support automotive events everywhere, particularly Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. No matter what you drive, Pioneer's got that technology that got that great product that you know about. Check them out, pioneerelectronics.com, and don't break up with your car, E. Upgrade it with Pioneer Car Electronics. All right, I want to thank our other sponsors that uh, are back with us this year, our friends over at gopowersports.com. I want to to stay on that just for a second. Uh, The folks at gopowersports.com, they have like a a digital house organ. It's called the Mini Bike Syndicate. And it's like a gallery on Instagram with uh, cool bikes. I found it because they uh, ran a photo of the uh, Dave Miller Chopper. Thank you. And um, I guess there's there's a giveaway. You know, they give away all kinds of shit. We started all that, and everybody else is doing it, and that's cool. I hear that uh, Joe Petrelli has given away, um, I think it's more of a raffle, uh, a chance to win a little dirt bike. But everybody's giving things away. And, uh, you know, the folks at Go Power Sports, the mini bike syndicate, give away an engine. And supposedly their fake uh, mini bike syndicate Instagram pages that are trying to get in the middle of that and convince folks to come over to their Instagram page. So there's some collusion going on in the mini bike world. And, you know, you don't dick around with our sponsors. So we're telling all you guys out there that um, there's only one mini bike syndicate, the Go Power Sports funded one. Be careful about any um, imposters. I also want to give a shout out to our friends over at Studs, Eric. Uh, well, forget Eric. He's got, Eric's got a daughter, Sophie. And if you uh, keep in touch with Eric, he's pretty proud of his kids and rightfully so. Jacob's his son. Now it's gonna be baseball season. He'll be pitching no hitters again, but his his daughter's no slouch either. And she's been killing it on the slopes. And I watched the video of her uh, tearing up (laughs) 
a, a slalom course and she's done exceptionally well and she's involved in a whole bunch of stuff and she's so cool we're going to give away i don't know if you remember the movie sophie's choice you old guys out there you old gals but we're going to come up with the sophie's choice award in the spirit of all the good things that they're doing over there with those studs kids they got to be doing something right with their business if they got great kids you can always tell people e by their kids right so speaking of that you got some good ones i've got a great one nicole give a shout out to her and boom boom and dave and all the other folks that listen to the podcast all right so here we are um i've asked you guys to send me a picture of your lame ass tie down setup and i definitely don't want to see any mini bikes with four tie downs because you're going to get a slap you only need two they're mini bikes damn it but you know you'd be surprised what people are doing with these rat-a-tag style tie downs you know some guy literally had like a rubber band trying to hold one down in a photo i saw but um if you're looking for some really good tie downs to trust your cool mini bike check out our new sponsor trader tim's tie downs trader tim uh don't he doesn't fool around no matter what he does he does it first class he has uh taken a, a look at this segment and he's jumped in on a promotional capacity we're going to give away a mini bike tie down kit and i know a guy who could use one um in fact they'd be lated, uh happy birthday to evil ed someone told me that they saw on a website happy birthday evil ed like a week ago and i said no evil ed's birthday was like months ago at least i had thought so so apparently not so evil ed a very belated and everybody out there please join me in welcoming the hall of famer himself evil ed roulette a happy happy birthday and ed if i wasn't such a shitty singer i'd sing to you last time i saw ed was um a few months back it's already been a few months after not seeing him for a year we got the uh, bears bike delivered uh and you know i was just sitting around looking for things to do because you've got to do something to keep you busy. You know, something, you know, work on your mini bike, uh, sell some parts that are laying around. Because uh, you can't go out really in California and mingle like we're so used to. For those of you that are in places where you can hang out, it's probably too cold to do it. <laughs> in fact, let us know where you are, uh, what state you're from, and what the current temperature is. Uh, I know that our, our friends in Texas were really struggling. My buddy, Mike Hughes, Mike's listening. Hola, Mike, uh, finally warming up. Well, how could, how could it not be warm? Derek Lewis, the uh, UFC heavyweight top contender coming off his big hot knockout, brought like 70 degree temperatures back to Texas. So it's warmed up now with Derek Lewis back there. Good for you guys, because it got nasty there. There were people dying. Friggin' ridiculous. You know, one of the biggest, largest states, and we can't get the friggin' heat right. So, uh, anyways, we, uh, we, we got to do something. And uh, this podcast is a result of just doing something. Uh, Emmanuel and I had uh, shared a text, which led to a quick phone call, and we got back to walking. We took a walk a couple of days ago <laughs> after, and he's my neighbor. I can hit E's house with a nine iron from my house before I used to be able to putt to his house. So we, we still don't see each other because it's just how it is. You're, you're a little trapped and we got shit going on and I'm a little older and E's wife uh, 
were protective and guarded with her health. So, you know, you kind of watch out who we see. And there hasn't been anything too damn pressing to, to worry about getting in each other's face, but we miss each other. We got together because I wasn't doing much, you know, and uh, may, maybe some of you have been the same way. Uh, he's been busy. And when he came walking down my driveway after not seeing him, um, it's like, damn, he, you look cute. He must have dropped about 25 large, svelte. Um, congratulations, man. It was, it was not only great to see, but it was, it was the spirit of it was great because we've been trying to work out. Linda, Linda's been on that bike like 45 minutes a day. I've been walking and logging my times, but I know that's been really important to you and you, you've been doing something productive. And um, how'd you do it, man? Yeah, it's called the doctor going, lay off the beef, lay off the rice. So you're just doing yourself uh, you yeah, double dip-ins and eating a, what you wanted? I actually had a health scare earlier this year. I guess all the all the holiday holiday yummies caught up to me and uh, nearly sent myself to the ER. And so to call the doctor and she's like, well, you double up on your meds. But I'm doing good and I'm doing really good right now and feeling healthy. I just want to get out and uh, get stuff done. I have my years well, already booked, so it's 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 awesome. It's a great feeling. When when Ease gives you his version of uh, being busy, this is a dude that doesn't stop nine to five. And anybody who knows them, I mentioned Evil Ed, you know him. Anybody who's been in the garage when we used to film the podcast together, um, Ian, uh, others who have uh, had the chance to check things out, uh, Dane, Jake, Mo, obviously late dave miller you know the, you realize dave or uh, he was he was there three hours before you got there and was there three hours afterwards and he was plug and play going on to the next gig and you know linda's seen it herself so uh, you you've been hustling and i hope everything starts to pan out and and uh, continue to be positive for you and all good things happen for the family yeah we, we have a to studio get... now once 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 we're all back up we we've got a studio to play with as well too so been building yeah. that that's been a great thing i i didn't want to get ahead of myself but i was leading into the fact that when um when we we started talking about doing the podcast it's like well his schedule is still tight i've got some things upcoming uh getting back to the aftermarket insider another podcast project that we're working on uh and we'll have on bud brutzman who is the uh, producer and director of all things movie, including uh, Overhauling and SEMA Battle of the Builders, in addition to many others, Rides, which used to be uh, on one of my favorites. I used to love Rides. Uh, Bud's also one of the coolest cats around. We've had him on the podcast before. He's up to something. He's got a big announcement to make. And we're also going to catch up with our friend Wade Kawasaki. Uh, Wade Kawasaki, the car guy, who is... Uh, he goes just about to every automotive event from the power tour to the concourse, the elegant and uh, Wade's starting to share some of his uh, escapades and we're going to have him on the aftermarket insider. So uh, unlike this format, uh, we're going to keep this format active. We're going to keep everybody going. So for those of you who are listening in uh, shout out to uh, Mac shout out to uh, we mentioned uh, Ian and Ed uh, Richard White, uh, Gail, uh, Teresa, how are you, Teresa? I think I met Teresa through uh, the Little Bike Restorations. Uh, Mark Ito, Mark, how are you doing? Uh, hopefully you've got that Springer front end installed. My boy, Corona Irving, the Green Hornet. Uh, Josh Stover, Josh has got some mini bike apparel. He's hustling. Uh, you know, apparel and decals, everybody's doing them. And I think I may have told Josh, it's like, yeah, I'd love to work with you, but I, you know, I got a guy. 
I got a guy that does my shirt. He does my hats. Nice hat, E, representing. The hat that he has on, you'll notice, is the uh, Ghostbuster hat. Uh, 2020 Ghostbusters. See you in 2021. Yeah. So, so th- that being the case, the, a lot has been happening, a, a lot of banter about the event. Uh, even as early as uh, this afternoon, uh, I had had some correspondence going back and forth with the L.A. County Parks after not having much correspondence uh, or return correspondence, just to dip my toe in there. You know, we're still in whatever lockdown you want to call it, although they're now letting kids go back to uh, outdoor activities like soccer and football, which is great. And, you know, you can now uh, eat outside again. You can get a haircut. So to those of you, this may sound strange. That's what we've been dealing with out here. And that's where my event is, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. I should say your event, our event. How about that? So everybody's asking about it. And I'm in turn, I'm asking the park and it's nothing. It's like, you know, you had mentioned that there's going to be a lottery system. And I had brought that up and she said, no, not under the North Parks territory, maybe in the LA County Park territory. And I said, okay. I said, well, you know, what, what do I need to do? She goes, we have you on the list. You're on the list. You know, they tell you you're on the list. <laughs> that's like, um, Lou, uh, you know, when you get tickets for the loge, that's like French for way the fuck up there. You know, <laughs> and they say, when they say you're on the list, it's like <laughs> you're on the list. Come on. So we don't know. I said, well, can I send in a deposit? And she sends me back, you know, no. So I, I really don't know. And we started doing some backward math when we were walking and it's like, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for an event this year. If I look at it very realistically right it's march and you know it takes a little time to build right people think you just rent the park and open up the gate you know if you want to do a good job one that you'll be proud of one that'll be worth somebody coming especially from other states it takes time so you need a few months and i'm i'm leery as to whether or not i'll, I'll be able to get any clarification that early to do it um, I'm, I'm anxious to Yet, here's the spirit of it. And here's what I want to leave you guys with. First of all, for those of you who had had suggestions about maybe uh, relocating the event, thank you. We've had folks from uh, New Orleans to Texas to uh, one guy's house. Uh, I had a guy in Borrego Springs who has private property. We've had uh, folks uh, in Las Vegas. I've had conversations with uh, one of my business associates about the mini bike show being a part of a huge event that takes place out here in California. But the reality of it is that none of those things are, are, are really I'm looking at because this is like my neighborhood event. I've got investments in there. It's like two blocks from my house. I have people that have come here for free that, that, uh, you know, it's a family thing. It's not a for-profit thing. It's, it's, it's for me to do without it being a big hassle I can't see myself moving it. It's not, it's not that like, I'm not some rolling car show. I'm not, that's not our gig. So without coming across indifferent, just letting everybody know where we're coming from, right? We want to have the event, but we, we don't want to change shit just because the world's trying to change. And if it means me taking another year off, dude, I'll do it just to be safe. Because again, you know, shit works out in numbers. You can do math on anything. You know, we, we tell them that we get anywhere from X amount of people. And by the time they started to do math without giving out any specific numbers, let's just say that they cut my deal down to 50% capacity. 
that means I would only be able to bring in a few hundred bikes and maybe not even enough for a guest that they would want to bring. Like where were no room for spectators. I mean, it's just, so, so even if we did do it, it would probably have some restrictions that would just make it uncool because when I do the event, I wanted to get as many, many people there as it, we can possibly. I want it to be a mind fuck and I want people to come and love it so that, you know, it continues to be the greatest mini bike show on, <laughs> on the planet. Thank you, uh, Irving. Uh, so look, I'm going to bounce off of that, but I want to let you know that um, we did talk about that. We talked about what we want to do with this podcast and we're going to be back. We're going to be back um, twice a month. Next podcast is uh, March the 11th and we're going to change up the time. I screwed up when I uh, initially mentioned the time tonight. I said seven o'clock. I had to change everything at six o'clock because it's tough on the East coast. And look, we're not, um, we're not a huge podcast where it's affecting a ton of people, but in my view, I don't care if there's four of you watching it. We want to treat it like it's, 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 it's serving the folks nationally. And uh, the East coast folks have been having a tough time with the late startup at seven. So we'll move it up and you can always watch this stuff online. And candidly, we are, uh, Ian and I are going through the website right now. Don't go to the website because it's under construction. I mentioned that earlier. Uh, go to the YouTube page. We're going to start uh, using that a little bit more actively. There's like 500 folks that are subscribing to the YouTube page. I think we have not quite 4,000 folks that uh, are either friends or like uh, the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Facebook page. Go to the YouTube page. That's why, uh, and I've hated that, right? That's why I, you know, over the years. Get pennies. Oh, YouTube. So what do they need to do? They go to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion on YouTube. Good. Go subscribe, right? By JMBR. Elsa. Yeah. And if you guys are on our <laughs> Well, if I had your money, I'd burn my knee. I'd like to give a couple of shout outs if I could to uh, some folks that, uh, you know, the one guy, his name is Dave Luce. Dave was literally my first true friend when Linda and I moved to Southern California back in 1982, which is way before you were born. E. Uh, I see something that says the audio is cutting out, so I'm not sure if that's uh, my end or not. That's me. Okay. Thank you for that, uh, Rich. So uh, congrats to us for being lucky enough to find such a cool guy, Dave, early on in living in California. It's just E. You're fine. Just E. Okay, great. I think it was just your audio, E. Thank you, Linda, for that. So, Dave, uh, thank you for all you did for us back when it counted, dude. And uh, God bless you. I hope you're still doing well. Dave's probably trapped just like we are. He lives down in uh, right outside of Glendale. I hope that your mom's doing well, Dave. And uh, again, enjoy your birthday. I'd like to also um, mention my buddy who's um, got a pretty cool gig, uh, J. 
Jason Deanhart. Jason is the founder of the Global Time Attack. And that is one of um, the projects he's been working on for close to maybe over a decade now. And that is really starting to uh, be quite the activity for those of you who are into that sport compact scene. Check them out. It's all go with show, not show with no go. Uh, Jason, happy birthday to you. Hope you and um, Amanda have a great evening. Good, uh, good time, I'm sure, is in store for you guys. Okay, so E, thanks for, for helping because, that, like I said, now I'm kind of back on track. We've got some dates. We've got a podcast. Uh, we're we're going to get right back into the Joe's Mini Bike Reunion garage tours. So uh, who do you want to see? Like, I, I want to get to Temecula Bob, personally. I mean, he would be unreal. So, like, I'm shooting for this guy. Uh, who do you, who do you guys want to see? I think we've uh, covered some of the big names already. Uh, I was on the phone with uh, Daryl Smith from Big Daddy Motorsports this past week, and Big Daddy Motorsports is within striking distance. I'd love to uh, bounce over there maybe and do a remote uh, garage tour. Who knows? Maybe swing by Rafa see what's going on over at uh, GTS Hobbies. So if you have a suggestion and maybe you can help out, maybe you can, you know, send us an email, tell us some folks that you'd like to see. Shout out to big Dane Walton. How you doing, Dane? Good to see you. I miss I him. So Dane's garage. <laughs> if I remember the first time I came across Dane and he'll correct me if I'm wrong, I thought something happened where someone robbed his mini bike out of his garage in Pomona. And it being something online and uh, then meeting up with him when we ride up in AV. God, it's been forever since I've done that. I wonder if I have any bikes that, yeah, I still have that fast bike that can go up there. Uh, anyways, happy birthday to Jason. Happy birthday to Dave. I also want to give a shout out to uh, my niece, Gracie, and her new husband, Dennis. They're getting married and they're getting uh, married on March the 6th. And they have uh, an upcoming baby coming in July. So all of our little babies that we remember, they're not having babies. You're really getting oldie. God damn. <laughs> You're telling me, man. <laughs> no, I got socks older than you. Uh, well, that's probably true. So uh, congratulations on the home front. Uh, I've been, in addition to thinking about getting a bit going on the podcast, as we have, I also uh, have been finishing up that chopper and i'll tell you that chopper was really good therapy for me because over the last i don't know what month or two i had a chance to just uh, hang around in the garage whether it was two days two hours uh days on end or not doing anything for days on end i got to it when i wanted to sometimes you were stuck because i had to wait for parts and that was nice because it was a forced pause that i never had a timeline but it went by pretty quick because it, it was all there and that was a nice project. I want to thank our friends. Uh, I want to, well, I want to thank Frank Moore. Frank Moore is the cool guy from Ohio who is the master of West Bend's, the two strokes. And he built me a West Bend 700 that has been sitting around for a while, turned into garage art. And when that chopper was calling out for something, engine-wise, like, well, on the top end, you can do that Hadaka Ace 100, I guess. 
get some two-stroke screaming chopper death ride or you get a five horsepower with a jack shaft set up and be like every other friggin and this really wasn't a bonanza this was a dave miller chopper i think you know it's it's even more unique and i want to thank randy arnaud because randy is who i got that bike back from and i don't mean i got it back from but i i got it from randy won that two-piece or actually that one piece frame from Dave Miller. Dave was there on site and it was a red, white, and blue frame that Randy won. Tragic that Dave passed away. Fast forward a year later, Randy's already purchased a brand new fork and sissy bar. He's got some idea with some Springer solo chopper seat from the 60s and some two-stroke maniac engine and he was thinking about going in a whole different direction. And uh, I had heard from someone locally who I wish I did remember his name. He turned me on to the fact that Randy still had that bike or the the frame. And I, I reached out to him and I was able to buy it from him. And I got to tell you, I had the wheels for it. I had the tires for it. I had the chain. I had the motor. I had one grip. I needed a lever or two. I had the cables. Uh I, I purchased my jack shaft and sprockets from our friends over at Studs. My man, Dan Coop, helped me out. And the guys at Studs did a great job with me, as they always do. Uh, I worked at, with the folks over at Go Power Sports and got some chain tensioners and some grips. I really didn't need much. I even had the West Bend tank, the gas tank that uh, went with it. So everything that I needed for that bike, including the decals, <laughs> that I put on that tank, which came from the Bears project, they were all there just waiting to be put somewhere. And everything from the clamps to hold the cables and the brake stops. So it was nice to get in there. And I hope that you guys are doing the same because it was time away from the computer. It was time working on the bikes. It was gratifying. It was fun. I was interacting with some folks because I I needed some parts. I needed some help. Uh, I leaned on my buddy, John, who's uh, here locally, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes from here. He's down in Sunland, Tahunga area. And it's like, John, um, you know, the, the springs for the sissy bar, I didn't know, but they were just like from a Honda Trail 70 and they were too tall. So I, I thought I had to press those things, you know? And it's like, shit, they must have been like about a foot and a half. So I'm thinking about having to press those things. The more I'm looking at them, it's like, I can. how do you press these things? So... He said, I would just cut him in half. Fuck it, just cut him. <laughs> so my buddy, John, he had all the this stuff. We went over there, we cut the springs down, uh, the sprocket. You know, these rear sprockets, they come in different sizes and they bolt on. But sometimes the bolt pattern doesn't match up. So, you know, we had to re-drill four holes and he had a drill press. And, you know, it was nice to be able to have that precision cut. So, you know, I could have hacked it and I was trying. You know, I was trying to do all that stuff without the right equipment. Cause I, I just, you know, I don't have, uh, <laughs> I don't have patience. <laughs> and here's the thing. Sometimes the tool that you need, you're only going to use once. So it's like, it's tough to go out and buy a drill press. <laughs> you know, I may not never use it, but in this case, it would have been nice to have, and I didn't have it. So John did not to mention John smart as a whip. And, uh, you know, when we fired up that two stroke, he's like evil Ed. they get down there with those big tough hands and they start, they don't need those fucking screwdriver. They use their their fingernail 
instead of a screwdriver. And, you know, they know exactly in, out, one and a half, in another eighth. You know, they, it was it's science with those guys. And it was nice to see that. And, uh, John, thank you for the help. Uh, I brought over, uh, I had another project that Indian Papoose that had been sitting around, sitting around, sitting around. Meanwhile, I've seen these terrible uh, examples of this bike uh, posted for sale for over four or $5,000. And I look at this bike, which is literally brand new, right? And it's been sitting there. I, I, I got the carburetor set up and the, it was sticking. You know, there's, it's like one of those uh, Delorto UA-19s. I think it's 19 UA, one of those, one of those versions. And it's got a slider in there. And that wasn't the problem. Uh, the, the problem we had was um, it was the, the points were sticking. So John was, a, again, a big help there. While we were assembling things and putting them back together, a screw dropped inside the cylinder head and the piston skirt cracked, right? So previously to that, we had it fired up and it was running. So that was too many hands in the kitchen. There's a lesson learned. He's doing one thing on one end. I'm doing another thing on the other end. I'm putting on one intake bolt. He's trying to do the same. And then we tried to kick it. And I saw his face because I was looking right at him. He's on the opposite side of the bike. And I just see his face. He goes, did you hear something? It's like, oh. <laughs> I did now, right? Yeah, I thought I heard something. It's like, well, that's not a good thing. So we pulled off the head and we looked down there and you could just see the piston. I saw a little scrape and I, on the piston. Is, I said, oh, that scrape. He goes, no, look down. The whole skirt exploded. So we were able to pull off the head, uh, unbolt the engine, tilt it, pull off the head and pull out the piece. It was one clean break. We pulled up, we found the little nut or, or washer that went inside there. And I've been ordering pistons like a maniac online. And we've got a few of them. It didn't come with a, a set of rings. So I had to go find a set of rings. And I think with the weather, it's just been an issue with getting anything through the post office. So we've been delayed. So I'm trying to get that project done. And, you know, hopefully you guys are doing the same, you know, working on some bikes and keeping yourself uh, together. Uh, we're going to take a look at some uh, posts up here. Uh, in the meantime, uh, send in your photos of your um, tie down setup. We're going to take a look at them after the show and then we'll post the winner. I saw some pretty cool ones up there. One was from John Benet Ramsey. How you doing, John? Uh, we mentioned uh, our friends, uh, Dane Walton, uh, Mike Spataro. Thank you for checking in as well. Uh, Gail and Jerry, did I mention Gail and Jerry? How could I not, right? Uh, there's some activities that are coming up and you guys are probably going to want to be a part of them. Uh, depending on what you're into, I've been uh, a big fan of the Groms and the monkeys and the smaller bikes and we have been on a little bit of a pause just because the again we're in lockdown so the typical friday night rides you know they're just not typical anymore so as things change we're hopeful that we'll be get back uh, into that riding mode and unlike uh, well i should say unfortunately every night it would be kind of a free fall you could show up at a certain spot and we would ride and it got a little bit too crazy uh, folks would come up with full-size bikes and we were typically a small bike group of uh, some of the folks that, uh, you know, weren't exactly there for the same reasons. A group of 50 cool guys turned into a hundred guys that you didn't know 
really. And it was, it was a different deal. So it went from a free for all to just invite only. And now it's back to a nice cool uh, vibe when everybody rides and has a good time. There's going to be a ride coming up, I believe to Santa Barbara first Saturday of March. For those of you who know, you know, and for those of you who don't know, you don't know. That's how it kind of works. Ask around. Uh, there's also uh, Joe Petrelli, who I mentioned uh, earlier. In fact, when I was dicking around with that, uh, that helmet, Joe said, spend $80 and send me a photo of this vintage one. It's like, ah, shit. I'd rather screw mine up like I've been doing than buy an $80 helmet. I did want to get an airbrush. You know, when I first started looking at that helmet for my next project, I said, well, let me get an airbrush. And I, I started calling around and I got a quote for like $700. And that was, that was the beginning. So I, I laughed that off. I bought some rattle cans and I've been dicking around with this helmet now for again, a week now. And EU side, you know, I just, again, I don't have the patience because the, the trick to paint is to let it dry. And I don't have patience. So it's literally watching the paint dry, Joe. Like, just <laughs> <laughs> and I, and do I do something else. I, I can't. I just, I, I was thinking, I was, I feel it. I got to get to, I got to get to it. So I'm on my third version, but I'm digging that. And again, it kept me away from the computer, it kept me away from sitting out in the chair watching the same old lame TV. Uh, somebody told me to watch uh, Hotel Cecil on Netflix. And that wasn't really all it was cut out to be. So again, all I'm suggesting is that while you guys are out there, Emmanuel's got no sound to keep saying, yeah, okay. Let, let, let's let's make sure we got sound. Can you guys yeah. hear me now? I think it's just back and you were replying. Yeah, I think we're good. Okay, so uh, I, I mentioned I talked to Daryl Smith. You know, Daryl's one of those guys who a lot of folks have been talking about for a uh, uh, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Hall of Fame. And as I think about it, he definitely is one of the guys that should be considered. We typically let all the Hall of Famers be a part of it. Great. Thank you, Linda. Linda can hear. So uh, I talked to Daryl, but I was talking about Joe Petrelia. Joe had said, hey, buy this this helmet. And I, I decided not to. But the reason why I was bringing Joe up is Joe has an event on a Muscle Mini Bike Build-Off. And he is... He's got four or five contestants that are going to be building their bikes uh, and they're going to be responsible for not only the build, which will be all captured live, so you can check it out and you can support them, but he's raffling off a, a bike. Joe sells, Joe sells knockoff uh, dirt bikes, you know, and they've come a long way. I remember we used to joke about like Leaf On and shit. Now they're some of the cooler engines out there, right? People people forget that Honda was a joke at one time, right? So every, you know, Kia was a joke. I did, we just saw one of those stingers, remember E? <laughs> the Kia stinger? <laughs> yeah, sports cars now. So so look, there, there is no Chinese junk anymore when it comes to this stuff, but uh, Joe's giving, Joe Joe sells these dirt bikes and he sells uh, the the Chinese version of a Honda Grom, the, the, the version of a, a, a pit bike and a few other things. He also mentioned he was buying, which is pretty cool. Uh, he buys Coleman's that are returned. He buys them back from Coleman and he fixes them and sells them. And you got to think, there's probably a lot of kids, right? That, like me, when I was a kid, couldn't start the mini bike because I forgot to put fucking gas in there. 
<laughs> right? So imagine how many mini bikes are returned for stupid reasons. Joe gets them started in a second and sells them, right? Smart. So he's always hustling. And he's got something going on with the, the muscle mini bike build-off. It's live. It's, you can check his uh, page out, his Facebook page as well. So we'll give him a shout out. Also wanted to, uh, again, send in your suggestions on who you'd like to see for garage tours. Uh, I'd like to know so we can set that up. Uh, any other comments that you have as well, uh, bring them on. Uh, there's one other thing that's happening. Okay, yes, here's what it is. You know, I'm going to just bring this up because I actually wonder, and I, and I really question as to whether or not it has any validity after you and I talked about it, but there are online programs like Patreon, which is what we talked about, where people pay a monthly fee to get entertainment. Okay. It's just how it goes. And some folks pay a lot of money to be entertained, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. That's, That's your, not our that's your weekend, Joe. That's your weekend. <laughs> so I do like the spirit of it because, you know, we have had a folklore in our history of giving stuff away. Yeah. That's all I do. Like literally, I want you to spend 20 bucks at the mini bike show and leave with like hundred dollars worth of stuff. So, and I've got enough connections with folks that make products. Uh, those of you who have come to our event, you've seen that before. So what I'd like to do is um, just put it out there. You know, I want to do things that if we did a Patreon, where not only would we give you all the standard shtick, whether it was um, a special podcast weekly, a couple of daily updates throughout the week, um, some free items, whether it's trinkets and trash or decals or posters or autograph items, also products from sponsors. Oh yeah. Like goodie bags, um, depending on at what level, start to level like at a dollar, only $1. What's that? $12 E? $12, a year. Yeah. So a, I don't buck know a, much... a buck a month. That's All right. So at one level, at the second level, you do like a minimum of $5 with that. You immediately with $5 are like $60. Mm-hmm. So like you immediately give them a hat or a t-shirt and then a ton of junk, yes, ton of good, good stuff. And then at another level, like 10, which would be 120 bucks, uh-huh. they get, they get all that same stuff that the other levels get, but they get like a free entry into the show. Uh, we, we have opportunities to do a lot of things. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to come up with just throwing it out there. This is not uh, be a part of Patreon for $50 a month or $20 a month. This is like a buck, a, a dollar. Uh, we get a few hundred of those uh, Patreon members to to support that. Then I give that money to E, and then E could take the three four hundred bucks and promote whatever we're doing online. So we get more people at the show, more people listening. It's just the, one of those things. You don't just send us money. You send us money, you get stuff, and then we give dollars for marketing. So uh, check Patreon out. I I have because I. I support a couple. I like Joey Coco Diaz. I listen to uh, a few others. On it. All right. I just need to put in a few more words and a few more graphics and we'll have our Patreon running. And I'm all about putting together some cool things. And I've, oh, yeah. and I've, I've got some good ideas. And if you match them up with, with what I think's out there, which is not much, you don't get really much more than the, the additional podcast and maybe some daily updates. No one gives shit away. Yeah. What people don't realize too is that to send somebody something, even if it's you know, like short of decals, you know, it's like eight, 12 bucks just to send the box. So 
think about that. If you'd like to hear more about that, if you got a comment, yay or nay, some people will tell us we're crazy. There'll be some folks are probably are laughing, right? On that same token, maybe some folks are already doing it. We're not unaware of it. Uh, I'm glad that we talked about it. I wanted to bring it up. So, hey, uh, give a couple of shout outs before we uh, break away. Once again, we'll be back on March the 11th at 6 p.m. Pacific right. time. That's going to be a new time. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Pioneer, Studs Racing, Go Power Sports. I want to give a shout out to my man, uh, Corey, my buddy, Timmy Green, uh, Martin Wilches, my buddy, Dre Cook. Hope to see you soon, Dre, as well as uh, Two Stroke Ralph. Common. Uh, Don't forget Common Carisi. Common Carisi, yes. Uh, in fact, man, it's been two years, two plus years I've seen Calman. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, hope you're doing well, Calman. Uh, EC Coldball, my buddy Hakimi from Saudi Arabia, he's been chiming in recently. Uh, all those guys out there, uh, Amr and Ali and Danny in Turkey, miss you guys. My buddy Mikey, IG, Jerome, uh, Brian Ekstrom. Brian, haven't seen you in a little bit. Hope you're doing well. Hope your family's doing well. Uh, sending your photos. John Bonet, I got your cool photo. There's I, We got like eight cool photos of folks with their uh, tie downs. Uh, let's give a couple of shout outs to my boy, uh, Chris Karak. Yep. Chris was in Texas dealing with all that nasty weather. So hopefully you're all right, Chris. Hope you're doing well. Mike Zidbin. Mike, you still owe me a hat. What else we got over here? Um, well, if I miss you, I'll catch you the next time. It was good to catch up. E, it was uh, good to catch up with you. When are we going to walk again? Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday sounds good. Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, yeah. Or both. Um, do something, folks. Get out oh, there. Right. We're, we're, we're doing something on Wednesday, aren't we? And we... We're, we Wednesday we're filming at night. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah we got we a couple got, things. We got a big surprise for for these guys. Yeah, and you know we'll t we'll tell you a little bit more about that too. For those of you again who are not aware, we have the uh, Aftermarket Insider podcast. We'll be going on season two. We started it off last year during the pandemic. Uh, we've taken a little bit of a pause from just about all things, including this podcast, for a while. So thank you for the time. If uh, you know somebody who couldn't hear the podcast, you can always check it out again on the YouTube channel. Uh, we will be working on the website shortly. Once again, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion, the status. Uh, shout out to my man, Jake Moe. Uh, we're hopeful. I'll leave it at that. It is going to be a challenge because that's just the reality of it. We are not moving it. Uh, look, uh, this is opportunity time. If you're somewhere where you can have a live event, uh, try a mini bike show. God bless you. You know, uh, We've set a nice little uh, template up. Uh, try something original. Do something different. Uh, take advantage of things. Uh, give yourself that first step forward and, and, and do your own deal. And if we can help support it, we will. Uh, but Joe's Mini Bike Reunion is not going anywhere. Uh, and we'll see, you, we'll see you at the next one. <laughs> exactly. um, once again, sponsors, Pioneer. Thank you, Studs Racing and GoPowerSports.com. Use those guys. I did. Uh, Hope to see you next time, everybody. Thanks for watching it. See you next time. See you guys.